welcome. My name's Renee. And I'm Susie. And, and we're, we're all in this together. This is a podcast where us, two adults, watch Disney Channel original movies and talk about them. We have so many opinions, and they're good ones. <laughs> and for this episode, we watched the classic Cadet, Cadet Kelly. Kelly. Um, what a movie. What a time. It's it's like the classic nostalgia movie. Yeah. Like I, you, it, when I will mention that we do a podcast about Disney Channel original movies, people will be like, oh, like Cadet Kelly? Like, it'll be the first one that comes to their head. Because it is so good. And it's it's such, iconic. It's, a, it's such a classic. If I'm pretty sure you have seen it, whoever you are, listener. Um, but we are going to do a recap anyways, in case you were sleeping on this. And gem. you might have you forgotten... Because, like, I know I kind of forgot some of the some of the major plot points, so, like, you might need the refresher. All right. Uh, Susie, are you ready? I am. All right. You got five minutes starting now. All right. So, Cadet Kelly opens on Kelly, played by Hilary Duff, at her fancy uh, hippy-dippy art school in um, the middle of New York. That She's doing her family project, and it's like a ribbon dance. Like, it's made very clear. That she is used to a very, like, loosey-goosey kind of lifestyle. She comes home and uh, has dinner with her mom. And it turns out her um, mom's boyfriend is a military man who who she calls Sir. And her mom and Sir pop the surprise that they're about to get married. Wow, it's so exciting. And then, later on, they pop. Not only are they getting... Uh, So they get married, and then they let Kelly know that not only are they getting married, they are moving because Sir got his dream job as the commandant at a military school where his dad was also the commandant, or principal, but more so. Um, (laughs) And then they also pop the news that her mom is pregnant. And so it's all this change coming in Kelly's life, and Kelly has to move away from her best friend and everything she knows and her colorful, artsy life to military school. So she arrives at military school. She is not willing to give up her individuality. She's got her tie-dye blanket. She's got her accessories. She is not about the structure. She is not about the uniform. She's not into any of it. Someone who is into it, though, is her uh, captain, Captain Jennifer Stone, played by Christy Carlson Romano, who refers to Kelly as a maggot constantly and uh, is very strict about military rules and her needing to learn. And the only way she learns anything is because her dear friend, whose name do you remember? No. Starts with an M. It's not Martha. It's... Well, she she makes a friend there who teaches her all about military life. And she still, here's the thing, hates it, realizes that her stepdad, not ready to be a dad, because he uh, views affection as shaking her hand. And so she makes it her mission to bring individuality to the U.S. military, you know, (laughs) possible, um, and to teach her stepfather how to be a good dad, and also bring down Captain Jennifer Stone. And so there's a whole part where she's doing like that classic basic training, uh, going through the obstacle course montage. And she is so bad at it that her captain keeps making her redo it over and over and over. Um, So she has to miss the the welcome to school dance. Tragic. Which is tragic. It's terrible. And so she gets out, decides to try to go to the dance, but she's still covered in mud. She slips down 
the hill and ends up running into her captain getting her dress all full of mud and this starts like this is important because it starts like a war between them a war for uh the captain's boyfriend whose name is brad and it's very inappropriate for both of them because he's 23 (laughs) he's supposed to be 16 but the man is 23 and so they're they're at constant war uh eventually kelly does something bad and her punishment is to be the cleanup person for the drill team and turns out she's good at drill team because it's very similar to her fucking uh ribbon waving stuff and so she goes from being like the person who cleans up after the drill team to on the drill team and her individuality is what makes the drill team and they're they're waving the rifles and everything special and then they go to the uh, big regional competition and kelly is there to win but her real dad her birth dad isn't there but he promised to be there where is he she's worried about him Her phone goes off. I thought it was during the competition. It's not. It's in between the competition. But her phone goes off and he doesn't say anything. And so the commandant and she go on a rescue mission. Go find the photographer dad who has fallen off of a cliff. She like bungees off of a cliff, saves her dad. Uh, And then they get second place at the competition. And it's very much uh, implied that they would have gotten first if she had been there the whole time. And that's better than that's they've done time. since 1970. I think I got it all. Yeah. Anything that I forgot? No, I that was that was good. Okay. Um, that was good. All right. Yeah. So first thing that I saw, like, thought of while watching this movie is the fact that like this is this just seems like propaganda for like joining the military or like joining the military school because it's like it's it makes it seem so cool and so positive like. Being like, oh yeah, it's hard at first, but you know, anyone can do it. Even like somebody like Kelly. Yeah, anyone can do it. You learn a lot of really important lessons. Yeah, and the fact that this movie came out in 2002, so like... It's literal propaganda like, for people to join the army after yeah, like, 9-11. Yeah, like... I refuse to believe it is anything, but like it's really well done and I love it. But it is absolutely propaganda yeah, because just they like want young at, people to join the military. Yeah, just looking at like the time frame and being like... Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, like, I was not old enough to understand the climate of the time. Yeah, no, me neither. But, like... We were in, like, third grade. (laughs) Yeah, there was so much, like, patriotism and, like, pro-military stuff that was going on that, like, this isn't going to war kind of thing, but it's kind of like, oh, like, you could throw some rifles. Well, exactly. Like, it's very good, subtle propaganda because it's so nuanced. They're, They're just, like, planting the seed in kids' mind that the military is cool. Hillary Duff figured out how to love the military. Military men can be harsh, but and the, at the end of the day, they're kind. And there's always some hot guy you can look at because, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and of course they had the obligatory, the not, not the one. The, there were two significant characters who were women of color. Yeah. But like the main best friend who was like a black woman, her backstory, she, they don't talk about it much, but the real quick little bit of backstory that you get like she refers to like this military school. She's like, yeah, like no, paradise. the home, yeah, the home wasn't very great for me. Heavily implying that she's like a foster kid and has yeah. been raised in that system. You know, place like this, heaven on earth. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm, mm, a classic piece yeah. of both propaganda and just like tokenism yeah, it's and totally oh. being like, oh, like you know, you're having a hard life. Like you can join the military and it'll make you better. Mm-hmm. Um, which well, is how they like, recruit kids to go to college. Yeah, you know? honestly. Like, it was also just such a 
no, 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 no. Look, we have one black girl. Yeah. Of course, she had a very hard life. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and like, it was just, it was like, I had forgotten. And it was just one line. And that she is an interesting character. Yeah. Like, to be totally fair, that's not her entire character. Mm-hmm. Um, But like, mm, the one poor girl and the one person who's like down on their luck is also the one speaking black character. Yeah. It's like, oh, Disney. Yeah, but. She has a good she is a good partner in crime to Kelly. Oh yeah, no, totally. Yeah, like they she's more really complex well. yeah. than that. It just it, it's not the worst tokenism I've ever seen, but it is sure tokenism. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the drill team makes it seem real cool, um, with their guns. I mm-hmm. love I love like the little clicks and the like the slaps. Oh like, yeah. It's such a satisfying feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom was a uh was in color guard her entire life, like through college. And she was very good at it. And I remember when I was little watching Cadet Kelly with her. And my mom usually did not like our Disney Channel movies. My dad did. But my mom was not a fan. She just kind of tolerated them. But this one she really liked watching because she was surprised at how good the essentially color guard routines and the rifle routines were. And she really loved watching that. Yeah, they definitely had to practice for like months. Mm, Well, and I was very impressed because like... There are, there are points when, like, maybe they could have had someone who is, like, a much more of a pro with a rifle, like, sub in mm-hmm. and do that. But, like, there are a lot of points where there is no way that those yeah. were stunt doubles. It was, like, they just had to learn how to do, like, rifle stuff. And yeah. they got pretty good at it. Which is cool. It's a good skill to have. I don't know what it's useful for, but it's cool. It's yeah. very cool. Yeah. And the only way I am pro uh, showing off with a gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, one that doesn't work. One that absolutely does not work. Is lighter than most, and you're just doing fun, pretty little flips and twirls with it. Yep. Big, big love. Yeah, this is also, like, marching band color guard propaganda. <laughs> yeah, like no. one of the only movies that, like, makes this look cool. Or, like, it is mm-hmm. cool, but, like, makes people, like, want to do it. Yeah. They only mention the word combat once. I, I realized that all of a sudden. Yeah. They only mention combat once, and it's in reference to how the drill, like, the discipline and the, like, being on the same page and like doing the exact same thing at the same time ness yeah. of the drill team is how you want to be in combat. But that was the only time well, they no, mentioned combat. They, they did they did kind of mention it during like the boot camp training because she like, oh Kelsey yeah and like Romano was like oh are you gonna leave your man behind or yeah which was wild because she then purposely left her behind and yeah. got no consequences for that. Yeah. Well, not even, the teachers didn't even notice. Like, the instructors were like, is everyone accounted for? And, like, obviously Kelly was not because she was still, like, up there. Mm-hmm. And they were like, good, you're dismissed. Like, what? Well, to be fair, though, I don't think they could see her. Like, I don't think that the, like, formal instructors could see her. And the whole point, like, the whole way the military works is, like, they have to trust the, the yeah, captains like the, yeah. and, like, the hierarchy and they expect like the captains to keep keep track of their people and so like if they're not being honest about who is and isn't accounted for like the the whole system falls apart yeah so captain stone is a snake it's true (laughs) oh i love her but yeah no she is a snake this movie is also just like so horny there is more sexual tension in this movie than in almost any other disney movie i I can think of but like the thing is that i did not remember it being this horny like maybe every other movie is this horny like like there was just no i don't know like we just watched stuck in the suburbs too no horniness yeah in fact that one was less horny than i remember it being yeah because i I remember thinking of the eighth grader pop star dynamic Mm -hmm. as being more possible 
than they actually depict it to be. Yeah, but, like, this movie is wild. Like, Hilary Duff's character, Kelly, and Chrissy Carlton Romano, they're both super, like, they got eyes for Brad, who is, uh, Sean Ashmore. Well, I swear, I couldn't find it on his, like, I couldn't find any reason I should know him on his IMDb, but I swear to God I've seen him in something recently. He's in a lot of X-Men movies. I've never Um, seen a single (laughs) X-Man. But yeah, they're so horny for him. He is, ob- he is remarkably older than them. He's supposed to be 16. Remarkably older. Yeah, he's 23, which is like not that unusual of an age range right now. But when they you have Christy Carlson Romano and um, Hilary Duff who, who are playing 15 at the essentially time. their actual yeah. ages. And then you've got a 23-year-old trying to also play their age. It's bad. Yeah. I did think that Chad Michael Murray was in this movie because they I look remembered very, it being Chad Michael Murray. Same. They look very similar. And Chad Michael Murray is also the guy in A Cinderella Story, which is another Hilary Duff classic. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I might just be like mixing up attractive like blonde dudes in my brain. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Because yeah. I, I asked Renee, like, as we were starting, I was like, wait, is Chad Michael Murray in this? Like, we both were like, is he? <laughs> but yeah, no, there are so many scenes. There's one scene in particular where she's she's the grunt person, like I said, for the uh, drill team. And she's polishing the shoes. It's like her first day learning to polish the shoes. And he approaches her. And like it's just him and her in the like locker room for the drill team. And he goes, that's not how you shine a shoe. And there's just... It's the eye contact. It's the eye contact yes. that kills it. They make so much eye contact as he takes the boot from her, spits on it, rubs it, hands it back to her, and then she sets that, like, and then he leaves and goes, that's how you shine a shoe. And then he leaves and she sets that boot up on the desk in front of her and, like, smooths it out and just, like, leaves it as a shining example of boot. For yeah. the entire rest of the time she's cleaning. It's so sexually charged. Yes, and then there's another part where, like, there's, like, other people in the room. And, like, she's got her friend helping her shine shoes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she just, like, Carla. Run- yeah. Her name was Carla. Carla. That, that was not an M name. Shh. Carla. <laughs> <laughs> I was close. We did it. We did it. Um, well, like, she sees Brad... And then she just, like, runs over to him, and she's, and, like, she calls him sir, too, which is, well, she calls, well, yeah, like, she, she calls, has like, to every, call like, all yeah. superior but, like, officers just, sir. She's, like, she's, like, more spit for oh. this boot, sir. <laughs> sir, can I get some spit from you, sir? And, like, she's being very, like, because she's trying to block off Christy Carlson Romano's, like, who's trying to have a conversation with this hot guy, and so yeah. she's trying to, like, butt in and be, like, hee hee, pay attention to me. But, like, but, like saying, can I have some spit? Bit. Can I have some spit? And then he does spit on it, and then she just like skips away, and they make again so, so much eye contact. Like, ah! and then and then there's the other part where she's trying to like cheer him up and just starting like to dance, and like that was actually kind of cute. It was cute, and she yeah. kept it just silly enough to not make it quite sexually charged. But his gaze is so just. Like, it's not even heated. It's just so intense. Yeah, but he's got, like, sex eyes. He does always. Like, and, like, it might just be his piercing he, blue yeah, eyes well, and just intense very eye contact. Like, he's just very attractive. He's very attractive. And he's, like, piercing blue eyes and always makes intense eye contact and doesn't yeah. blink away from no. it. There's so much eye contact in this movie. Like, Christy Carlson Romano also does this. Uh-huh. And, like, mm-hmm. like it's to the point that I ship 
Kelly with both characters. Yeah. There's just so much up close, like, face action. And I, like, it stressed me out because, like, she was being so mean to Kelly where I'm just like, Kelly, just punch her in the gut. Like, yeah. Well, okay. So there's, like, this clear, extremely angry rivalry between Chrissy. Uh, okay. Captain Jennifer Stone. Between Captain Stone and Kelly. And there's this clear rivalry. And the way they act that is by making a lot of eye contact and doing a lot of, like, staring each other down. And all it comes across as is repressed lesbianism. It just comes across yeah. as I'm very gay for you and I'm taking it out in like the Sharpay Evans way. And it also doesn't help that everyone has like a tight low bun, which yeah. is just like a look. It's a very <laughs> hot uh, WLW look is yeah. the thing about it. Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah. It's, I just, I loved every, because the the thing is, there's not really any moment until the very, very end with like one throwaway line where Captain Stone is truly nice to Kelly. Yeah. Where it seems like she's accepted her as a part of the military school, even when they're doing like their freaking very good competition saving exhibition routine. Even then- like, it's clear that they have had to spend hours and hours and hours to get this good at this routine. And it's very, very good. And so clearly they have been spending hours together with this level of, like, contempt. And, like, there is nothing gay. I've never heard of anything gayer. You cannot yeah. hold that level of anger for someone unless you care very deeply about them. Yeah, like, that's true. they are in love and you cannot convince <laughs> me otherwise. I like, mean... I mean, she never ended up with anyone at the end. No, so. there is no kiss. There is no, there's like a love triangle, but nothing comes of it. Like, also, Brad is like painted as the nicer character, like the nicer commanding he's officer. so mean. Like, he's very mean he's to so shady. Captain Stone. And then yeah. Captain Stone is mean to Kelly. Yeah, because I think the, well, Stone is mad at Kelly for Brad being nice to Kelly. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, and so like Brad is but mean to seems- his supposed girlfriend. And then she gets mad, so she's mean to Kelly, and I'm like, I get it. Well, like, I, I don't think that they were dating. I, I think they were, because they were definitely, like, he was her date to the dance. Like, they had to separate for Kelly to get to um Jennifer when she covered her yeah, in mud. Yeah, but it still seemed like the way that, like, Stone would, like, interact with him seemed like she had, like, a crush on him. Like, it seemed more like, they, I don't know, I, I thought the word boyfriend was used towards the beginning, but after that, there was no formal, like, mention of it. It was just, like, I just thought that a they will they, like, won't they? They were, like, two, like, they were, like, the captains of the drill team. So they were just together a lot. And so I, I don't think that he was interested in her. But she was really interested in him. I got the feeling that what you were supposed to think is it was, like, a situation where it's the dude who's dating a girl that he knows is a, a bad person, but he's dating her anyway because he doesn't know how to get out of the relationship. And, like, I, I felt like that was the idea they were trying to go for. But what ended up happening was he was very mean to her and she was very mean to Kelly. Yeah. And then he was very nice to Kelly. But Kelly still seemed to care more about Jennifer's opinion of her. You know? Like, yeah. she was working very hard to get Jennifer to like her or to hate her or to, you know? Yeah. I'm telling you, because at the end of the movie, Jennifer, like, leaves for Europe because her dad gets stationed over there. I'm telling you, four years after that uh, movie happens, Jennifer comes back and they meet in New York and they are gay and they live together now, is the thing about it. They're married now. Okay. I Yeah, that, that'll work. It's because it's true. <laughs> yeah. So, also, like, 
another thing is just the I mean if this didn't happen then we wouldn't have a movie but like what the fuck was the mom thinking just like ripping her child out of her environment I mean I guess we thought that she was old like she was like a sophomore junior in high school but she's Mm -hmm. actually like in middle school like going into high school so like it would kind of make sense to like transition and just you know be like oh here's your like your next four-year school yeah like as far as just moving like I don't think the the moving you know moving because you just got married and your husband like suddenly got his dream job and you know you can work from that like okay I kind of get moving like it sucks for your kid but especially at that age like she'll be able to make new friends and Mm -hmm. like be able to kind of start over kind of solidly it's the sending her to military school that yeah the most hippy dippy liberal nonsense high school and then going right into military school that is unreasonable and to me also just like it just seemed like they never even like mentioned that option at all and it just like happened randomly and was just like okay uh tomorrow we're moving you know you're gonna start military school right now well yeah they they mentioned she was moving yeah it was i think it was yeah, the day she was getting married that they yeah. mentioned they were also going to be moving. And that's like, that's, that's wild to me. Mm-hmm. And I think, I can't remember, but I got the feeling that she got like the rest of the summer to be in New York, but then they moved as soon as the, the fall semester started. Yeah, but it seemed like she just kind of like started her school just like on a regular day. Everyone was already like there, like no one was packing or anything. She just like showed up in the afternoon. Oh yeah. And was just expected to like no shit mm-hmm. and yeah, then they all like no they just like bully her like right away for like not knowing what's going on but it's like if you are coming from a completely different environment like i don't know why her stepdad never told her you know like the expectations she just like had this yeah. big ass bag and then i think it's because I, I think the idea is so many of the people there were not just military themselves for years, they were military but were military kids. kids. Yeah. And so, like, it was so much a part of who they were for their entire life that it, like, didn't even dawn to them that other people wouldn't know the expectations. Yeah, also talking about other horny things, Sir and her mom, that it's was... It's kind of cute. It was, but, like, the in the intro, you know, like, she's talking about, like, her her real dad and then like her mom mm-hmm. and then like sir coming in and like her mom like opens the door and like the two of them just like have eyes and she just like jumps on him and i'm like whoa like this is this is a lot like it's cute but i was just like wow seeing like two old people like being that much in love mm-hmm. i think it was really, cute yeah. i think it was really nice because it did show and like showing that kelly was overall pretty chill with yeah. the divorce and like Showing that Kelly did understand that, like, her mom was so much happier with him and everything. And that she thought, like, you know, as much as she went, ew, like, she thought it was very Mm -hmm. cute that they were so in love. Yeah. I think that's very healthy because you don't see a lot of depictions of, like, parents in love, you know? And I think that's an important thing to show. Yeah. And, like, Kelly had a really good attitude about everything. Like, even... Mm -hmm. Even when things, like, were hard and she was, like, calling her dad, like, crying and stuff, like, she always managed to, like, pick herself up, you know? Well, and there wasn't even really any point where she blamed her stepdad. No. You know, there wasn't any point where she just hated her stepdad, which I might have. Yeah. Like, I might have been furious at my stepdad for changing my life and... And instead, she just tries really hard to make him proud, and she tries really hard to keep her family together and be as good as she can be, because she understands that it's important to him. And then in the end, it, like, 
like, the emotional journeys of all these characters yes. are really good. In the end, he shows that he's willing to like pay that forward, and mm-hmm. he, despite this, the competition being so important to him, he prioritizes her and her bio dad yeah over the competition that means so much to him yeah and like the way that like her dad and sir interact with each other is just very healthy like mm-hmm. because they, are, they have a moment of like glancing and nodding and acknowledging each other they're all part of the family and they they're, all yeah. acknowledge that they are all a part of kelly's life mm-hmm. and it's it doesn't seem like i it never seems like sir and the the dad are going to be bestest best friend no but, but they, they respect totally each respect other. each other they totally respect each other's place in kelly's life and there's no like angry stepping on toes there's no jealousy associated mm-hmm. with it at all and i'm very impressed with how well they did that yeah like uh, after working for a divorce lawyer that doesn't ever happen <laughs> right like i've only met like i you know i'm not a i'm not a child of divorce but at least yeah, everyone has lots of yeah. Uh, friends who have divorced like, parents. It gets so nasty. I very rarely see that happen. Like, that... It happens, but, like, I very rarely see it. Yeah, and I think, you know, like, Kelly's birth dad, he, he loved Kelly so much, but, like, I don't really... Th- I think that, like, everyone in the situation acknowledges that, like, he's not, like, parent material, really. I don't even say like, that. Or, like, he just, like, he has other... Like, he has, like, other... Things. Priorities. Priorities, yeah. And, like, I think that, you know, had, like, the mom died in a tragic accident, um, mm-hmm. it would have been, I don't know if you've ever seen Veronica Mars, but it would have yeah. become, like, a Veronica Mars situation where Kelly kind of takes care of dad as much mm-hmm. as dad takes care of Kelly. Like, I think he could have pulled off being a good dad in his own way. Yeah, but she but would like, still have to take, like, a lot of responsibility. Yeah, she would have still had to take on, you know, maybe more responsibility than your average 14-year-old. Mm-hmm. And, like... I don't know, I think the fact that the mom was able to no longer be married to him and, like, understand that, like, we are not on the same level of adulthood mm-hmm. and it's not working, but still be okay with the well, level that he was... Yeah, they co-parent and she was, like... I think the amazing thing is that the mom was able to embrace and understand the level of parenting he is capable of. Mm-hmm. And that, like, his job means he travels a lot. And when he's there, he is, like, a great father. He's, you know, wonderful with Kelly. He cares about Kelly so much. But, like, he's not the person that's going to be doing a lot of the day-to-day upkeep. And yeah. so she, like, just kind of understands that. And I think, like, it's very impressive. Yeah. And I know they're fictional characters. But even the, like, even being able to write that character yeah. is impressive. No, and, like... Kelly too, like you know, her like she she she's like on the surface she's like super ditzy and stuff, but mm-hmm. she like she gets it at the same time. Like you she's know, the she, most emotionally intelligent teen. Like she you, you'll ever she meet. says what she thinks. You know, like she she like knows what's up. She says shit that I'm just like that is so fucking fun. Like mm-hmm. when she's like talking to her, being like, you know, like I'm really glad that you're gonna be a dad, but I don't think you're ready yet. Yeah, you she know, just like tells him. Yeah, she's like I don't think you're ready. Like. And, and then, like, and he's kind of, like, he kind of has, like, this look of, what the fuck? But then he, over time, realizes that she was right, you know, because he's coming from a military family, and I'm assuming that he never really got a whole lot of, like, love affection. or, like, affectionate touch or anything. And at the end, he gives Kelly a hug, you know, and, And like, that's, like, a big, like, it's, they, they show character growth, especially in Sir so well and it's really cool that they show a lot of adult character growth you don't get that a lot and they show a lot of character even in the mom who like yeah. slowly but surely learns how to be essentially a like a stay-at-home uh-huh. mom instead of like and, a city girl yeah and like she because I, I think she was a big career woman mm-hmm. and then kind of decided to just do a total 180 and like 
you know, they have this whole scene where she can't even put on an apron. Yeah. Um, but then she cooked the turkey and it was raw. Yeah, when she got it, it was raw. And it was, it, I don't know, it was very cool because I think every single adult in the film does mm-hmm. some kind of character growth. Yeah. Everyone in the film does character growth. Mm-hmm. Also, let's just talk about one of the most iconic exchanges to ever happen in movie. No. no. Yes. yes. <laughs> That's going to be so loud to listen to. <laughs> I'm okay with it. I have a very um, piercing voice and I'm like, not sorry. I, I remember like watching that exchange like at a commercial and I was like, I'm ready for this movie. Like this looks good. Yeah. Also, the hair extension. Well, no, we got hair. We got hat and hair. Yeah, that's yeah. that is a later discussion. The whole thing. It was good. Like it, you know, like every everything. Every, it was like a solid message. It was like a solid plot. It was fun. You know, like yeah. Uh, there are a lot of like really good iconic back and forth scenes like that. Yeah. Where, because like Hillary, like Hillary Duff, her thing is kind of going. Oh! Like, oh, she yeah. does it even with her mom. And, like, I think that's a lot of really cool just, like, little character quirks. Yeah. That they managed to write into the script. And it's you also know? very, like, teenage girl of the time. Exactly. Like, you it's, know. it's a shockingly, like, again, it's military propaganda. But it's shockingly well-written and emotionally deep yeah. uh, military propaganda. Yeah, I mean, it's also, like, one of the most iconic movies of our time. It's true! Everyone remembers Cadet Kelly. Yeah, it's so good. Oh, uh, oh yeah. also, just, like, a, f- a fun fact about... Oh, no, are we doing a Where Are They Now later? We're doing fun facts right Okay, now. so, like, a fun fact slash Where Are They Now? I had to... And I do this with, I think, every movie we've watched so far, where I just have to pause it and stare at a character for a few minutes until I remember why I know them. This one was um, Sergeant or Lieutenant or Captain... I don't know. Gloria. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, Gloria was, like, Stone's essentially right-hand woman, but, like, she wasn't just, like, a stone robot. Like, she wasn't... Yeah, she taught Kelly how to do color guard. Yeah, she taught Kelly how to do color guard. And she also taught Kelly how to do, like, the the basic training kind of exercise stuff. Because, like, as much as she was kind of strict... But she's that she's that teacher in high school who's, like, strict, strict but fair. But fair. And, like, you know, she's she had a McGonagall feel about her mm-hmm. as much as a 16-year-old can. Yeah. Uh, but she is played She by... also came from a hard life. She uh, did she? Yeah, she was like she was like from another country, and then they moved. I think that was like her story. Was that her background? Yeah, like oh. she was from South America, and then like they came here, and she that's like and like she was just like really into the military. Okay, I can't remember. I did remember her being like an immigrant. I didn't remember her at like if they talked about her actual backstory at all. They did like for a second, and I think it was implying that it was like a hard life. <sighs> She's the only other yeah. P, like POC in the whole with with lines in yeah. the whole movie, oofy doofy. Um, but no, so she is played by if you watch Lucifer, which if you do, you're trash. But here's the thing, me too. Uh, that's another <laughs> one of those shows where I just I can't stop watching it, and the entire time I'm thinking this isn't very good, but I'm still watching it. That's how I feel about the Flash too. Like this isn't very good, but I'm gonna watch every episode. All content is bad. All content is bad. Bra- Except embrace, for this movie. <laughs> embrace joy. Anyway, but like, so she, so she plays, um, oh, I can't remember her name, but like the CSI slash forensics girl on Lucifer. Um, and I was just very excited because I don't, I, I haven't remembered at least seeing her in anything. So it's very wild to me that she went from like having a like, you know, semi-prominent role in Cadet Kelly and then 
almost 20 years later is the first time I ever saw her resurface. Like, that's wild to me. I did not watch Lucifer, and she did look familiar to me. So oh, I did feel she? like she's in other things. Mm-hmm. She's a very fun actress mm-hmm. and, like, very beautiful. So, like, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if she had, in fact, had roles since then. I just haven't seen her in anything since. Yeah, so some other facts. Um, Sean Ashmore, who played Brad, uh, he he had to go to military school to train for this movie um, to get, like, really? the... To prepare, like, being, like, a captain, he went to military school for three months. Oh, yeah. wow. So that he could really get into yeah. the headspace of, wow. Again, yeah. they, like, did some actual yes. research and, like, training for this movie. I'm very impressed. Yeah, also, um, so the movie was mostly, it was filmed in a couple different locations, but it was mostly filmed at the Robert Land Military Academy, and they made Hilary Duff an honorary cadet sergeant. From the movie. That's incredible. So that's, that's like a cute little fun fact, you know? Oh my god, it's like an honorary doctorate, but better. Yeah, you know, as a 15-year-old being like an honorary <laughs> cadet sergeant. That's very cute. Nice, yep. Um, so now here is our segment called Where Are They Now? Uh-huh. And um, I basically just have stuff for the two main girls. Um, I didn't really look that much further. Hilary Duff, you know, she's out here, uh, she's doing stuff, she's in, she's not really, like, a lot of acting, I, she's doing, like, some, like, eye classes ads, because it shows up on my Twitter feed all the time, oh. like, Hilary Duff in glasses, trying to sell glasses. Um, you know, sometimes when you're that kind of celebrity, all you can really do is just be like, I've got a life to live, but I would like a check, so I'm gonna do this for one day. And then just live for the next six months or so off of that one check. Um, she's engaged to a guy named Matthew Coma, who I think, like, worked with her on her album. Oh. Yeah, um, she's got one kid from somewhere else. I think it was with that hockey player, right? Yeah, Yeah. and then she, um, she got pregnant again with, uh, Matthew, and there was a little bit of controversy, um, because she pierced her eight-month-year-old daughter's ears, and so, you know, the mommy bloggers of the world are like... That's bad. Um, I don't know, man. That's such a common thing that, I like, know. like, like it's kind of sucks for the kid, but I've never met anyone who got their ears pierced as a baby and had it, like, negatively impact their life. Yeah, it's, like, I know so many people who, like, before kindergarten had their ears pierced. I was not one of them. Yeah, because no, my dad either. was against ear- earrings, but, you oh. know. My, my parents were just very much, like, we went and got it done at Claire's when we were, like, 10 to 13 yeah. age range um they, they you know i think they were more big on like having it be our choice and us be aware of like what we were doing but like i don't know like i wouldn't get it done for my child but it's one of those things that it's like you're fine your, yeah. your baby will cry for one day like, and then she'll be fine out of all of the disney channel stars hillary duff really just like came out normal you yeah know, like, like if the worst thing you can say about hillary duff is like there's one picture of her giving uh, oral sex, if you will, um, to her long-term boyfriend that she had a child with, and there's like, and she pierced her child's ears before the age of one. If that's the worst you can say for a Disney Channel star, holy crap, that's a miracle! Please yeah. lay off of her. Yeah, honestly. Also, this was like. This was, like, five years ago now, but... So, you know, if you didn't know, uh, Hilary Duff was in a relationship with Aaron Carter, who also dated Lindsay Lohan at the same time. Mm -hmm, Um, What an iconic piece of American history. Um, (laughs) But, you know, Hilary Duff ended up finding Lindsay Lohan 
<laughs> uh, had a little rough time. But, you know, Hillary Duff is just out here living his, her life. Aaron Carter is like, I'm off drugs. Quote, unquote. You know, and he's making music and stuff, and he's being horny on made on Twitter. And he's just like, Hillary Duff, I want you back. And she's just kind of like, what the fuck? We didn't even really date that like, much. Like, she acknowledges that, like, they didn't even date that much. They were, like, 14 at the time. They were 14, and it was more of a for-the-press kind of thing than yeah, anything Yeah, well, else. I mean, like, they kissed on one episode of Lizzie McGuire, and so obviously now they're dating. <laughs> That's how it works when you're, like, 13. Are you yeah. dating? Um, so that was, like, a thing. Um, also, yeah, she was on Gossip Girl, um, for a while, which surprised me when I watched Gossip Girl, like, mm-hmm. years later. I do feel like she was in a movie recently. Yeah, she's, like, she's in things. She'll just casually do a movie sometimes, but I feel like for the most part, she's, like, trying to stay out of the spotlight, and I respect her. Yeah, no, she, she is honestly, like, a Disney Channel inspiration, Mm -hmm. you know? Good for her. I'm proud of her. Good for her. Um, Chrissy Kelton Romano, she's also, like, you know, doing stuff. Uh, she was in the, um... Jesus... She was Poppy Blue in the amazing Disney Channel film. Film? Impossible. It was not. It uh, playing the best the character. Playing oh, the best God. character in the entire thing. Um, Absolutely amazing performance. Oh, it was so bad. She, she deserves an Oscar. She doesn't. Even a little. Poppy Blue was so bad and useless. You know, probably not her fault that that whole movie was. No, it's you know, not like she got to pick out the no. costuming. Oh no. my god, it was so bad though. Yeah, uh, she did that. She did that. Um, it was. It she was there. Is the thing about it. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, I don't really know if she's doing a whole lot else. I did see her on Instagram. You know, being a mom, doing some mom spawn con for mm-hmm. some extra cash. So, mm-hmm. you know, living living off of that residual that classic fame. wholesome quote unquote uh ex Disney Channel star thing. That's the kind of stuff that I feel like I can see Kevin Jonas doing. Yeah, she did um she did lie and say that they were gonna remake Even Stevens for April Fools. I don't think that's actually real. Like when they said they were gonna Yeah. How dare she? But maybe it was real, I don't know. I there's no way they can get Shia LaBeouf to Shia LaBeouf to do that. He would never. No. But yeah, so, you know, they're out here. They're out here just being moms, you know. Like they're they're like in their mid thirties now. Christy calls her mom is thirty five now, but she yeah, doesn't. But money. she doesn't look like she's aged at all. No, she doesn't. She's another. Her Hillary Duff look, still looks. I would say it's somehow more beautiful, but she does look different. Like she, she looks, looks like she's aged, yeah. you know. But like she's still just the most stunning woman you have ever seen in your life. But yeah, no, Christy Carlson Romano looks so similar. Yeah. Also, like, Hilary Duff's music still slaps. It still slaps. It's so good. I listen to it probably more than I should. I respect you. You know, it's just, it's inspirational. (laughs) Let the rain fall down. I am coming clean. (laughs) Oh my god. Alright, shall we go to our ratings? Ratings. Alright. Plot. Um, I mean, it's gotta have at least minus one for the propaganda, but other than that, I'd give it a four. Yeah. Yeah, it's a sol- it's solid. It's really solid. It's just the propaganda that I yeah, I'm the not character loving. development, the the story. Mm-hmm. It's it's an enjoyable movie. You know, there's not really like a part where you're just like, full, just like ooh. Yeah, no. Full disclosure, I'm so overly empathetic. I did cry when rewatching it when she was crying about how upset she was about her dad, but wanted to stay for sir. I cried. Yeah. 
I cried at that moment. It was well, it was an emotional scene. It was. It's good. <laughs> All right. Uh, choreography. Oh, I would five out of five. That, yeah. That really cool rifle stuff. Yeah, the rifle and the exhibition thing was just Stone and Kelly. Yeah. You know. I mean, like, that is, like, one of the most iconic scenes of our yeah. generation in movies. Oh, my God. Um, I'm I, a one-girl revolution, and then they bring this, out the freaking ribbons. It's yeah, so good. Yeah, the song is good. Like, the chemistry the between them is good. The music the whole thing is so lit. It's, it's great. Like, they're... I mean, again, like, everyone remembers this movie, and, like... It's probably because of just like those scenes. That... Yeah, that little that little line between the two of them right before they go into the exhibition part, where she's like, "We're falling behind because of you," and Kelly goes, "Well, good thing we're extremely good at this." And I'm just like, "Wow, they're in love!" Oh my god, that whole scene is so iconic. Yeah, and it just like it, you're just like, "I want to do this," even though that's you'll never do that, like an yeah. actual like drill team. But you know, it's really changed the world here. Yeah, truly. Uh, acting. Acting? I mean, yeah, you could tell that this was a like a beginning thing for mm-hmm. Hilary Duff. You know, yeah. like there were some parts where she just like overacted a little bit. A little bit, yeah. But you know, she was new. Um, she was thirteen or yeah, whatever. She was, every, it was good. Everything was believable. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd give it like a four. Yeah, four and a half. Yeah, yeah it was. It was good. I wasn't like. The, you know, jaw on the floor, but there was no point where I was like, oh, yikes, these are teenagers who have no idea how to act, you yeah. know? Yeah. I mean, obviously, like, they're stars, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They're, so, they were all pros. They did great. Yeah. Uh, cringeability? I, I would, I mean, you gotta give like it a three. Yeah. Because, like, there were just some parts that I was just like, ooh, whoa. Yeah, I would give it a three for the intense eye contact and the propaganda. Yeah. And you know, just like, like the, when you rewatch it and really see the propaganda, you're like, oh, yikes. Yeah. Um, also just the boot scene. Yeah, some of the, just like the accessories. Di- the, the dynamics between just, like, some of the characters. Yeah, the tokenism. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's not, it's not cringeability like some of the other movies where watching the scenes is physically difficult. Um, but it's just, like, the second you think critically about any of it, you're like, I'm uncomfy. Yeah, which is, you know, to be I fair, know. a lot of movies. Yeah. Yeah, any almost any movie made between 1990 and 2010, I would say. And, and many after. And many after. Yeah. <laughs> um, so now this is the this is my favorite, Hats and Hair. Hats and Hair. Oh my goodness. Wow. This movie does is great for hair. All of Hilary Duff and her one friend's hair extensions, amazing. It was so obviously fake. Yeah, it was like colored clip-in hair extensions. I remember having those. Oh, yeah. And like, no, no, they no, get like, that's so what they were nasty. supposed to be. Yeah, but they get so nasty, you know, like... Oh, did they? I yeah, only ever wore them one at a time. Well, because, like, they, they're, like... They're like synthetic plastic, so they just yeah. like, get super ratty. Yeah. And, like if you use if you use the ones that are like the scrunchies and like mm-hmm. you twist it over each other, it's just like impossible to get out. She got like some of those like underneath extensions. Yeah. Like doing the other thing with the spiky hair. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Um, her mom also when in like the first scene when they're having dinner in New York, just like. You know, because she has her hair, like, pin- clipped back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, like, that was a and wild it, And it, choice. like, the clip just, like, doesn't stick to the rest of her hair. So it just kind of, like, there's just, like, this, like, hold- tube of hair that, like, sticks out. Yeah, it doesn't hold back any hair that was in no. her face. It's like she literally just put a clip in the back of her head for no reason. And so whenever her head turned, like, a certain way, it just looked very odd. Oh, it was so bad. 
I feel like we have to give an honorable mention to Sir's mustache. Yes. One of the only non-creepy male mustaches I've ever seen. It it really it, it was really almost worked. on the Tom Selleck level. It was pretty yeah. good. Yeah, it was good. Um, the military hats, obviously great. Always iconic. You know, like that scene where she tries to hide all of her accessories in her hat. Incredible. Yeah. Also, all the lesbian buns. Great. So good. Yeah, so overall, um, I would I would give, like, a five for hats and hair. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, probably wouldn't do those choices now, but at the time, At the time, great. loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, if you will. Yes. So now, overall, out of ten? I would give it, like, an eight and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I'd do eight. Really? Eight? Yeah, that's fair. I, yeah. I'm going to take off that half. Yeah. yeah. A solid eight. Like, yeah. real good, delightful watching, big-time propaganda. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I'm probably biased because this movie is like so near and dear to my heart mm-hmm. as it is to like everyone else. Uh, yeah, no, well that's the that's thing. the thing. Everyone like, has a soft spot for this movie. Yeah, and like just watching the older movies, just like the nostalgia factor is mm-hmm. always going to like bump things up a couple points. This was another movie that like, you know, when I was thinking about it, I was like, I remember this movie pretty well. And then the second I started watching, I was like, oh no, I remember this movie shot for shot. Yeah. Like, oh my god. I watched this movie so many times. Like, yeah, the only detail I got wrong was when the phone call came in during the competition. That, yeah. But other than that, I could have done it for you, like, verbatim. It's just, it's great, and I'm glad that we watched it. Um, I am too. It was delightful. I am kind of sad that, like, thinking about it, I just realized... She never wears the outfit that she's shown wearing in the title page. Yeah. She never wears that outfit. What a scam. But her outfits are still good. Oh, yeah. No, they're still good. But, like, it's a scam. Also, I just always forget what a cute, like, what a shockingly cute look the, like, camo military pants and just a white t-shirt are. I'm like, why does that look good on people? You know, I had that outfit when I, like, in 2005. I support you. Yeah, I had I had I had a lot of camo because we would go to the thrift store and I got some camo pants and then I had a camo skirt. I'm such a classic emo that I was like looking at their combat boots and I was like, I'll never. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a style. All right. Yeah. All right. So overall, good movie. Mm-hmm. Watch it again. Do you it. Know, like you won't be disappointed. Yeah. Like it's worth a rewatch. Yeah. Or just listen to the soundtrack. That's <gasps> good enough. I am a one girl revolution. Yeah. Oh. We all are. We're well. We're individually one, one girl, girl revolution. revolutions. Wow. Yeah. Wow. What a dream. Alrighty. Join all us right. next time. All right. Yeah. Follow us then. on Instagram. We're at All In This Together Pod. All one word. Uh, we have a Twitter. It, we'll we'll it's, we'll get it up yep. and running soon. Don't worry Take about time. it. We'll get it. Uh, listen to us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, if you want to, please like give us a five star review or whatever star, but five. But yeah, um, you know, just rate five, it. The, what we deserve. Yeah, rate it because then more people will be able to find it mm-hmm. and then listen to us do this. So mm-hmm. yeah, all right. Like, share, subscribe. Am I a YouTuber yet? <laughs> all right. Peace. Bye, everyone.